Mix in the Dark. Hey, what's up? It's my Yang from Mix in the Dark. Just FYI, the my podcast is available to listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Budsprout, and YouTube. I also post the stories on the Mix in the Dark Facebook page in case you're the type of person who likes to read scary stories instead of listening to them. You can connect with me through Facebook or email at mixinthedark at gmail.com. Quick shout outs to Tales from the Abyss. 87 for sharing one of my podcast episodes. I've been following him for a while now too and funny story I recently found out who this mysterious person is and I actually know him. I didn't even have to look far and now I have an even greater respect for him. I'll let you in on a funnier coincidence that Tales from the Abyss 87 actually inspired me to make the decision to record my stories in English. I was a little skeptical thinking that I would get a pushback from the Hmong community for storytelling in English and not Hmong but so far I've gotten really positive responses. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Remember, the goal is to branch out to other cultures so that we can learn from each other. Again, as of right now, most of the stories are from Hmong folks, so some of the episodes may have cultural context or background for our non-Hmong listeners that have been hanging on to this ride. Just a quick reminder that these stories are real, so let's be respectful of each other's experiences. Let's get started with the first chapter of the Figureless Shadow series. Please enjoy. Story One This was the very first and last time that I experienced sleep paralysis. I can't speak for others because everyone's sleep paralysis episodes are different. It's hard to explain, but I will try my best. It's 3am. I'm still in my REM cycle, the dream stage of sleep. Then it stops. It's interrupted by a vision of a dark tunnel with a bright light at the end of the tunnel. In a matter of seconds, the tunnel closed toward the darkness. When the tunnel finally closed, my vision suddenly opened again on full screen. And with a static noise. I could see every detail of my surroundings as if my eyes were open. It was almost like I was watching my own movie and my eyes were the camera. My body was stuck and I felt my muscles tensing. My door was open. In the corner of my eyes, I caught a black figure gliding through the hallway, slowly approaching the door to my room. It invited itself in and levitated on top of my motionless body. I was terrified and felt like it was a life or death situation. I could hear my own panicked grunts locked in this position. I felt the black figure sit on my chest and began to push it down. The pressure on my chest made it extremely difficult to breathe. The adrenaline hit me hard as I realized that I am experiencing a sleep paralysis episode. I've heard countless stories on sleep paralysis experience and I automatically knew that I just needed to get the heck out of this situation. I fought with all of my strength in order to just escape. My body jerked awake, 
releasing the pressure, and my eyes opened to reality. I darted out to where my parents were sleeping. I was 21 years old at the time. I didn't care how old I was, though. That night, I slept with my parents. I had a similar episode the second time, not nearly as scary as the first because I understood how to navigate my body out of the situation, so I don't remember too much of it. My mom happens to be a shaman. A shaman is a respected individual in the Hmong community that performs cultural rituals to help heal a person or family. She performed a cultural blessing to protect me from whatever has been entering my room without permission. Ever since then, I have not experienced another sleep paralysis episode. Story 2 After graduation, I had yet to decide what I wanted to do with my future career. So, I spent the spring semester after graduating just relaxing. One day, during my nap, I felt a strong presence in my room. I have had other encounters with sleep paralysis before, so I just thought it was another normal experience. Usually, these shadows, as I will call it, are females. I'm not exactly sure how I know, I just know. Usually, I just tell myself to relax since I'm already used to it. However, this time, I sensed the presence of a male spirit, and he was very angry and full of hate. Before I could do anything, this figureless individual wrapped his hands around my neck with a heavy pressure and was choking me. It is said that the more you struggle, the stronger the presence will be. The calmer you are, the more chance you have of fighting it off. I felt myself losing oxygen quickly, and no matter how hard I tried to relax, I could not wake up. For the first time since my sleep paralysis started, I truly feared for my life. As the shadow figure continued tightening its grip around me, I felt myself losing the fight. I thought, this was it. I was ready to go. There was a lot of angry energy and resentfulness coming from the shadow, which is something that I have never felt before. At that moment, when I said I was ready to go with it, to my surprise, my heart really meant it. It seems the shadow projected its emotions onto me. I felt that I had so much anger for the world. At the same time, I also feared for my life. To explain this feeling is one thing, but to actually feel it is another. I do not remember much about how I managed to free myself and wake up, but later that day my sister and aunt came home from school and they told me that they saw a body being removed from the freeway. I told them about my sleep paralysis experience, but didn't think too much of it. It was not until I met up with my friend and co-worker a few days later that I learned a teenage boy jumped off the bridge into a highway. What I felt and experienced that day was probably the emotions of that boy. I felt the sadness and anger that the boy probably felt before jumping off. I don't know if it even has anything to do with him or if he followed my siblings home that day. I also don't know if this counts as a scary story but I truly believe in another realm. 
those emotions that I felt that day still lingers in my mind. Story three. It was summer of 2014. My aunt offered me a position at a local arts organization to work with her. Of course, I accepted because I genuinely enjoyed the arts and plus, I had nothing better to do that summer. It was something easy to add onto my resume. We worked early in the morning and were usually the last ones to leave. Our family shared an interest in scary movies. We always stayed up late to watch scary movies and we watched so many that the scary parts became predictable. Since my aunt was the program director, she had a lot of work that made her tired so she would always fall asleep first. My bed for the summer was on the couch where I sat, usually alone, to finish the movie. One night in particular, I remember we watched Grave Encounters. As usual, my aunt fell asleep so it left me, my uncle, and my other aunt to finish the movie together. There were lots of jump scares, and the movie itself was pretty creepy. As we finished the movie, the thought of sleeping by myself became worrisome, but I was a guy, and I had to suck it up. I don't know about you, but after watching a scary movie, the creepy scenes always stick with me until I see the sun again. Feeling restless, I wanted to get my mind off of anything scary, so I turned on my phone to scroll through social media and whatnot to keep me occupied. Time seemed to have gone by fast. I was sucked into the Facebook video chains and kept watching. It was probably around 2.30 a.m. before I decided to finally go to sleep since I knew I had to go to work the next day. I cleared my mind and after about 10 minutes or so, I slowly drifted to sleep. I felt my mind beginning to black out when suddenly, a creaking noise from behind me woke me up. It sounded like someone took a step from the kitchen to the hallway floor. From where I was sleeping, you could see the dining area, the staircase to upstairs, and the hallway leading to the kitchen. It was an old house, so I didn't think too much about it. Old houses creaked all the time, especially theirs. I was sleeping on my side, so my body was faced toward the backrest of the couch. So that meant my back was toward the hallway. For some reason, sleeping toward the backrest just made me feel safer because I couldn't see anything anyway if I opened my eyes. I cleared my mind again and tried to drift back to sleep when I heard another creaking noise. This time, it seemed like it was closer to me than before. Again, not thinking too much about it, I closed my eyes to try to fall back asleep. That was when I heard slow shuffling of someone's feet on the carpet. This gave me goosebumps as I suddenly became alert, knowing that the living room was the only room with carpet flooring. I could hear the shuffling become faster and faster as it got closer and closer to my back. I remember wanting to try to sit up, but I was stuck. My whole body felt heavy and frozen, and then it was like I was watching a movie and I was the victim. I saw myself struggling to move. Suddenly, something cold brought me back into my body, my eyes still closed. 
I felt bony, ice-cold fingers carefully rest on top of my left shoulder and arm. It pressed down on my skin, forming a grip, and slowly pulled my body, trying to make me face chest up. I worked up some courage to open my eyes, hoping it was just a bad prank. From the corner of my eyes, I could make out a tall, dark figure hovering over me. I fought with all my might to get myself to move, scream, anything. A split second before it successfully turned me face up, I broke free. I jerked myself up, looking around in the darkness to see if anything was there. Nothing. 